and welcome to Unwind Financial, where we talk about all things health and wealth to educate, educate inspire, inspire, and, and liberate. liberate. My name is John Savage. My name is Leah Savage. And today we're going to talk about securing your financial house during times of crisis, part two. Yes. So go ahead, sweetie. Yeah, so I, I thought I just really enjoyed our first conversation, and I felt like there's so much more to unpack with regards to securing your financial house, especially during times of crisis. And the one thing that was on my mind to share is that, you know, during financial crises, it's so easy to be caught up in distractions. And John will share more about distractions, but one distraction is blaming one another. It's so easy to blame someone else when you don't understand you know, why you're going through what you're going through, or you're just really frustrated about it. And so I just wanted to say that it's so important during times of crisis, whoever it is that you are, you know, building life with, don't blame one another. Don't turn on each other. It's in those moments of of crisis that you actually need each other the most. And instead of blaming one another, we really need to build each other up, encourage each other, be um, a strong just presence that we can lean on one another and, you know, lift each other up. Mm -hmm. So that's what I wanted to say. And for us, for John and I, we have been just, he's been such a beautiful oasis for me, a refuge for me, no matter what we've been through our marriage has been a beautiful oasis of safety of encouragement of comfort of support of love joy and i'm just so grateful that we built that together so yeah it's um life is going to bring things we've said this before in other podcasts but Life will bring many things and many challenges. It is what it is. If you're living in this world that is a fallen world um, Mm -hmm. due to man's sin and and man's ways, and there is uh, Mm -hmm. just evil that's rampant, and it influences people, even well-meaning people. Um, And it happens in times of where we feel most pressured or where there's a lot of emotion. That's where we can be our most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have to be careful and have to exercise prudence and discernment. Mm. Prudence, because and I've had to learn this over the years, whether you're on a job or you're somewhere, There's we have every day we could find a reason at some point or, or throughout a week at any time where we can get frazzled with our emotions and we, re- we react out of our emotions and without thinking mm-hmm. versus being prudent a prudent man gives thought to his steps, but a fool blurts out folly. Yeah. So when I meditate on that scripture, I've meditated over the years to really help me to know when to slow down, to take a breath, and, and when situations are tough or heated or challenging, because it can affect your family. It, it can affect you. And you want to have as much positivity going on in your home as possible. My professor in... Um, at Lenoran University, my psychology professor, he said um, he did a lot of teaching. He also did counseling as well. He had a practice and he had videos that he had produced. 
And he gave an example. I'll never forget where this young couple was arguing in this home, nice, spacious home and everything. Everything looked nice. But when they came home, they're just in a bad mood. Mm -hmm. The husband tried to say something to the wife and then she was really uptight. He just had an attitude. So his delivery automatically came off wrong when he Mm -hmm. got home. And then her response was very emotional and hurt. And then they got into it. But he said, what it's like is these, as we learn more now, there's frequencies and vibrations that we literally give off. Mm -hmm. And we're actually picking up all the time, Mm 24-7. Well, when you do that, as you know, the eardrum, I'm just giving an example, rings at different decibels based on the vibrations that are being received based on what we're hearing. Mm -hmm. And so if there's a lot of noise and distraction, it's loud obviously that's going to affect us. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't just go from our ear gates, it goes to our mind down into our heart eventually. So he would mention about having mood particles. When someone would come into a room, if they just were complete, just negative and or in a bad mood, having a bad day, extremely angry. And he showed that example of the couple. Then he gave another example when they were doing well, they were pleasant, they were communicating together, there was love. Then they gave off positive mood particles versus Mm. negative mood particles. He said, it's like this atmosphere is literally charged up in the home. Mm. It's amazing. And we, everybody knows us all well on jobs. Mm -hmm. Certain people where it's just like, oh, here they come. Or here's the one manager that's just, they're using their position to step their foot on people. Mm. They're not happy. So they're trying to make everybody else unhappy around them. So it's like, we don't want to be like that. You're home. You're the authority in your home. You're the, you are the, captain of that ship god has given you and your household that responsibility of how you run your family how you manage your finances how you communicate together because it's not one without the other they all intertwine yeah Yeah. that's really good john and i think you know we really have to we've said this word so many times but you have to be intentional Mm. you actually I heard a friend in college, she would say, mind your mind. You have to really choose how you're going to view a situation, mm-hmm. how you're going to view the other person. Um, another quote I, I recently saw, it says, what you see depends on what you're looking for. Mm-hmm, that's good. And that's so, where, too, are we victims mm-hmm. or are we victors are we advocates are we intercessors what do you see what are you looking for what is your heart expectation because this gets into a heart issue Mm -hmm. and so we can have a conditioning that can be undone but you first have to recognize what's really going on with you not the other person first what's going on with you then if you know your heart is right your intentions are right you're doing everything you know to do right and if there's something going on then how can you fix it how can you communicate better? But you have to recognize and take a step back. What all is really going on? Yeah. If it's things seem to be tighter, what's going on to finances? What are you doing? That's not the approach. For example, in California, we've had a lot of prices just go up. Yeah. Gas prices are easily over well over four dollars now, yeah. even for the cheapest gas. Mm-hmm. Um, you have I, I just saw the other day gas prices just over five dollars at one of the pumps. And when I got to California, I thought a dollar fifty-six was high. Mm-hmm. Now we're over five dollars a gallon for the premium, and so you think about that, and it's like, wow, it's it's um, a lot has changed. Yeah. 
and there's people, there's influences, there are powers and principalities that's influencing a lot. And, and those things operate off of greed, but they still use people mm. and people still have a will and have a choice of whether they're going to do good or do bad. Yeah. You can't, might not be able to control all of that, but again, your household recognizing if you feel like there's an enemy, if you feel like there is something going on that's that's just not clicking, but you're doing all the same things, then you need to discover together, yeah. not apart, yeah. not looking at the other person, sitting down with each other saying, okay, what's really going on here? And something that we have early on, we would articulate is that we're not the enemy. Mm-hmm. I'm not the enemy. You're not the enemy. In the, in our home, we're each other's greatest supporter, greatest mm-hmm. advocate. So whatever we're facing, like you said, we face it together and mm-hmm. we recognize who's the real enemy. And it's not us. Yeah. You know, and that's extremely important to know um, that you you have each other and you're on each other's side working for the same goal. Yeah. And when you do that, it's going to be easier to figure out how to come up with solutions Strategies. to different financial challenges. Yeah. And even if it's a business, it doesn't matter what it is on your job or you're, you're starting some other kind of hobby. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, even if you're retired, again, yeah. there's a lot of retired people who have a lot of concerns and questions that I talk to right now. They're trying to figure out how to navigate a healthcare system that is not for them. Um, it works for some people depending on their jobs and the type of benefits they have. And then for others, it's completely yeah. lopsided yeah. and it's tough. It's not that they've done anything wrong. I hear a lot of narratives by a lot of financial people that I've worked with or, or have um, listened to, or you hear all kinds of stuff. But at the end of the day, we're all coming up with tools and strategies, hopefully using our skills, our knowledge and our gift to make people's lives better and not tell them, tear them down to say what they are or are not doing. Now, we want to help people with a process of discovery, but again, you communicating together is going to be the greatest of discoveries and understanding your situation best. And then having someone else to come alongside you and say, hey, okay, what's going on? Okay, what have you guys done already? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see what else we can discover together to um, help you with your goals for your household and also for your immediate needs. Um, And then, too, you think about how in the Bible, there's different creatures. And you, if you just watch the animals, God has created them to start preparing. They are able to sense and discern mm. the times and the seasons. Even when things are off, you still watch the animals and the different creatures and insects. They're going to start traveling to a different direction. They'll start moving differently. You'll see something different because they're preparing when winter comes, spring and fall, mm. summer. They prepare for those seasons and they store up for winter. Mm-hmm. They start hibernating. You realize the bears and all the different creatures, they actually start hibernating and preparing to hibernate. Their metabolism starts slowing down. So they're not burning up all the fat and, and uh, energy they've stored up from all the food where some of them just eat, 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 where they gain a lot. So that way, their heart rate is so slow, they're prepared for when the storms come, when winter time comes. Mm-hmm. They're living up in the mountains or wherever they might be living they're prepared for it. So they're able to survive during those leaner times. With that said, same thing with us. We have to be able to discern the seasons and times, especially Mm -hmm. if we've already been through a few seasons and, and you've been together long enough to realize, okay, we've seen a pattern. So look for patterns. That's That's one thing you can do too, is look for patterns. Yeah. Um, Just, these are practical things. 
but they're actually very profound. If you stop long enough and really just get quiet and just yeah. observe, you're going to begin to see other things you didn't see before that have been right there in front of you. I love what you're saying about patterns, John, because we have discerned many different patterns in our seasons together. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of discerning like what what can happen sometimes in July, you know, mm-hmm. close to my birthday. There's 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 a there's this just an atmosphere, you know, after during certain months. Mm-hmm. Fall time. We're in fall. This is a beautiful time of, of harvest. It can also for many families be stressful because of the pressure or distractions mm-hmm. to buy, to spend, to give. Mm-hmm. You know, and we have really like made been very intentional that we love giving. That yes, we're gonna celebrate this time, we're gonna make wonderful food, we're gonna give, but we're not gonna go in debt. We're not going to, you know, forfeit our own financial security to look like another family Mm -hmm. or to put up the appearance of things. And we'll give you some practical things. For example, is being preventative. Yeah. We know things will come up in life. So for some of us, they're smaller and they might seem bigger just because of the way our society is. And others, they might seem smaller, but they might be bigger. It's just it's different situations. But I will tell you this, doing your best to prepare is all you need to worry about yeah. doing. And once you've done that, then look outside as far as other resource assistance and help you can reach out to. But preventative, for example, is we had, I'll just give you a real example. Two of our vehicles, when we purchased them, we purchased them used. Mm-hmm. The first two vehicles, and it's only been over the last several years. So um, of us purchasing new vehicles uh, since we've been married. And we don't go and just buy brand new vehicles. What we do is, uh, it's been a little bit long, but it's been a few, but the whole point is, (laughs) but the whole point is it has been where they're like, oh, you qualify for more. You can get a bigger vehicle. Oh, this one has more electronic features. Both times this happened. And I said, no, thank you. This one is more spacious. This brand that I thought I would never like that I end up liking. And I really would love to, you know, advocate for it with, Hyundai, um, I think they're great. But at first I was like, I won't get one of those. But when I was put in a situation after a car was stolen twice and then the person messed it all up, I had to find something to do and things didn't change right away. And we were waiting to get a new vehicle. So we got a used one, uh, pre-owned certified, if you will. But it was, um, we qualified for more. But I wanted to make sure we could handle what we were getting right then. Just because I could have got something that was nicer, more features and bigger. That's not what I needed. Yeah. I need to get something that was practical and big enough for the whole family. And surprisingly, it was quite spacious for the whole family. And it was such a wise purchase. Yes. Looking it, back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a wise purchase. It very much was. It had some basic security features that were already built into it. And I was actually quite impressed with it. So then we had, uh, so this time if this car got stolen, then what would end up happening is the ignition would disengage trunk would lock down, doors are locked down, everything goes manual. So I was like, okay, that's cool. (laughs) Um, But then uh, same thing with our other vehicle. When we got our family van, we could have went and got a much nicer one with the, all the doors electronic, they go back nicely. The, 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 uh, what is it? The tailgate would come down electronic, all this really cool stuff. And these other nice features in there, leather, 
But I said, no, the kids can learn how to manage opening and closing the doors. And I didn't want them to be pushing all kinds of buttons, too. I didn't want to pay a few thousand dollars more and have added fees and taxes on because the state would love those tax fees. So I was like, no, we're good with what we have. And thankfully so, because the kids decorated the vehicle. So I was like, okay, we're not quite ready to get something even nicer just yet. That'll be for me and John. Yeah. We'll yeah. have our own really fancy. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the, the point is that this helps because when things have been a little tougher at times where business was like going up for five years in a row and then my business took a different term and from then it was up and down, up and down before working where I'm working now, it was really, um, it was pretty interesting. But one thing I'll say is when you make decisions today, not every decision is going to prevent anything in the future. All you're doing is doing your best to position yourself yeah. now. Cool. And when you've learned some things, you've gone through some things, okay, how can I apply this differently? So there's some things you can do to try and navigate when things do come up, communication, mm -hmm. talking together, um, not overextending yourself with expenses. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Making sure you have emergency savings yeah. because emergency savings is another thing. Even if, you, if it's not easy for a lot of people to get three to six months of emergency savings, but if you can get that, guess what? It gives you some breathing room without stressing over the next two or three weeks to make sure, okay, one, we know we can handle our expenses. Two, okay, do we lose our income completely or is it just down a little bit? What adjustments can we make to segue into something different to bring in some more income? Um, but you have to stick together, you have to communicate together and you also don't want to overextend yourself and also don't withhold things from the other spouse. Yeah. I've seen where couples where one is making a lot more money but they're like, I'm not giving him any money, this is my money. Or I'm not giving her any money. This is my money. But she's over here struggling and paying two, three hundred dollars in interest fees and, and having a tough time because of something came up, had to use the credit cards. And you're over here with tens of thousands of dollars in a bank account. That makes no sense. If you truly call yourself husband and wife, you're in the same household. Then my question is, why are you together? What is your real vision together? Well, what what brought you together? Was it that kind of attitude and mindset of independence and I'm over here, you're over there because of Selden, you're going to look at each other like that when circumstances come up because you already got a mindset like that. So a house divided against itself cannot stand. Mm -hmm. And that's not what you want to be. If you, if you call yourself a home, a house, a couple, a unit, a family, yeah. then everything needs to look that way, not in part, but in whole. Yeah. And it'll make a lot thing, a lot things a lot easier mm -hmm. when you run into challenges. Yeah. I, I love, you know, alliteration, so I was taking some notes on what we were sharing today, and I've got four P's, so mm -hmm. plan, mm -hmm. you know, prepare, put mm -hmm. away, and patterns. Yes. So for those of you out there who like summaries, simple uh, alliteration or words that you can hold on to, plan, prepare, put away, and patterns. So plan for the best you prepare for the worst so when you have extra and you have an abundance take some of that put away in emergency savings maybe get you some lanterns and candles and things like that very practical things if power goes out mm -hmm. whatever the case might be but you're you're putting yourself in a position where just in case yeah. i'd rather have this than just in case i don't have it yeah and then the next one and just on the plan one, I wanted to share a scripture, Proverbs mm -hmm. fifteen twenty two, 
Plans fail when there's no counsel, mm. but with many advisors, they succeed. Yes. I just wanted to share that because um, anywhere in your life where there's someone, trusted advisors, we just want to encourage you to share, mm. share your plans with those you really trust. Yeah. And it has to be, be deeper than how much money someone is making or not money making. It's where you're at right now. I've seen a lot of people, I talk to them again, that make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And then I talk to someone else who's with their parents only making 20 or 30 something thousand a year. And they've actually been able over the last five years, things have been okay for them to use that as an opportunity to put a thousand dollars away every single month for the last mm. two, three years and have 20, 30,000 in the bank account. Mm -hmm. I've seen it over and over and over. And then the other ones who are making a lot more and shouldn't be able to put two or 3000 away. They either have their benefits not structured right or something, or they're putting all of it. When I ask, Hey, what do you have emergency savings? The, the order, sometimes it's just the order and preparing properly. Mm -hmm. They got everything into a retirement account. Well, who's benefiting from that every month are the ones who manage those retirement accounts and those portfolios. Those people get paid six figures a year to do what they do. And so all your money, if it's in savings, there's no guarantee you can get it out without approval from your boss or from the HR representative. So there's a whole process there. So that's why I say there's got to be an order to of how you plan. So oh, that's but, good. Yeah. Now the next one was, was prepare. And I kind of, I like how you connected and plan for the best, prepare for the worst. Mm -hmm. So what does it look like to prepare for the worst? I'm going to give this scripture real quick. Mm -hmm. So in Proverbs chapter 30 verses 24 through 28, again, wherever you're at, wherever you live, whatever state, city, country, environment, this still applies. There are four things which are little but wise. So this is the title. And then again, this is Proverbs chapter 30, starting in verse 24. There be four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceeding wise. Hmm. The ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their meat in the summer. The conies or rock badgers are known as hyraxes in Africa and Israel. There's different species. The rock badgers, so they are feeble folk, yet they make their houses in the rocks. So they might not have a lot of defenses themselves. Hmm. Yeah, they'll defend go. themselves, but they're, they're, where they live is fortified in the hills, in the rocks. That can take a lot. So when the storms come, especially on mountains and hillsides or our oceans, when the storms come, the rains come, hail comes, that stuff, lightning, it's not going to just destroy the rocks. Mm. They're pretty solid. The winds come, they're not going to just roll away big boulders and stones. Mm. And then verse 27, we hear about this on the news when there's famine and even in the last days, the locusts have no king, mm. yet go they forth, all of them by bands. So see, they work together. They make a loud sound. They are constantly communicating together in one unit. Yeah. So they come together in bands. You'll see troves of them in different places, and especially throughout the continent of Africa. And it's amazing. And we see them here in the United States, but in some places they're just, they're so abundant and numerous. Mm -hmm. I've never been caught in a, what I would say is a locust storm, but no man, nothing, withstands them nothing can hold them back from what they're coming to do hmm. because they work together 
The spider taketh hold with her hands and is in king's palaces. These palaces are great. There, no one can just come in there. They're clean, all these things. But a spider will come in. The spider will find wherever there's life, wherever there's a place to hide. The spiders can do so many different things. And there's a lot on that as well. But you just, these are four things that are talked about in Proverbs. These creatures all have a place. They all prepare. They're all discerning. So it's no different than with us. Oh, that's great. I love that. When the last two was to put away and, and watch those patterns. Yeah. So putting away again, before you start putting all your money into retirement accounts and then can't access it when you have an emergency. I've had these conversations with employees throughout EAP plans across the country all year long during the pandemic was really tough to hear. Yeah. Um, some people going through needing serious medical um, care, but they couldn't get money they needed or after medical care, they still had other bills. They weren't able to withdraw a portion of the funds, so they had to use credit cards. Mm -hmm. The credit cards had much higher interest and then what then if they would have been able to get money a portion of their funds from their retirement account so that's why you want to have money in a savings you want to be as liquid as possible mm -hmm. if you can first make sure you're liquid as possible then start rolling money into your retirement account into your investment mm -hmm. accounts and things like that as we yeah. Talked about. yeah absolutely diversifying mm -hmm. a lot of people are doing that right now of cryptocurrency they're diversifying some of their money into cryptocurrency as a hedge against the dollar because the dollar is weak. Um, it has been. It's not what it used to be worth. If you go back and look at inflation, especially over the last 15 years, 20 years, you've seen how it just ramped up, um, unfortunately. And so the dollars are still the dollars, but it's taking more to buy the same thing. Right. So like I said, I used to be able to get gas for $1.56 when I got here, which was more than when I came from North Carolina. And I was like, that's a lot. Now where we're at, well over $4 a gallon. We're in California, by the way, for those of you who do not know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go ahead, sweetie. I'll stop for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted to share that when all is said and done, what we have, and we, we brought this up last week, life mm -hmm. does not consist in the abundance of things. Amen. So this is one scripture that has come up for me throughout our marriage and I just love it. And it's Song of, Sol Song of Songs 8-7. Mm -hmm. Many waters cannot quench love. Rivers cannot sweep it away. If one were to give all the wealth of one's house for love, it would be utterly scorned. So mm -hmm. in all of this, in all of this preparing and planning and putting away and looking at patterns, just remember there is nothing that is more valuable than the love that you have for one another. Yes. Amen. And so that's what we just want to remember that because love is that anchor, is a root in everything that we do. Think about why you're doing things. You're not just going through. Some people, it is a checklist, but for most yeah. of us, it's not a checklist to have a family, to get married, um, to, you know, manage our finances well to have savings to do fun things you you want to create memories with your families with your kids your husband your wife you want to be able to make sure they're taken care of well yeah. while we live on this earth yeah um 
So there's so many things and, and ways we can make others' lives better, but first we want to make sure we're anchored in ourselves and communicating and loving and caring for each other. Yeah. So when things come and there's ups and downs, there's losses, business, you have to shut down, you have to start over fresh, you keep going forward. You don't go backwards, you don't stop, but you keep going forward. So we just want to encourage you guys, though times come, famine comes, we have challenges right now yeah. in some parts of the country more than others. We're, like I said, we're in California, we're in the Sacramento area, but yet the Lord has preserved us and he has kept us. Yeah. And my wife and I continually navigate and move things around when we have to and make yeah. adjustments. It's not always comfortable and easy, just like a major, major project I'm working on for a new app project. We've been working on this for a while and we're right there and then we've had to make another adjustment. It's a little disappointed, but on the other hand, it's actually turning out very beautifully. Yeah. So, um, but I couldn't have done this without my wife's support. And this business isn't just mine, but it's, it's for a living legacy for our whole family. Yeah. So we can look back, the kids can be with us one day in a major meeting, have my wife there when we're doing certain, you know, transactions to say, you know, look how far God has brought us. Yeah. So just know whatever you're hoping for, whatever you're believing for, working together, yeah. standing together, in hope, holding each other's hands, writing things down, revisiting your goals, but just make sure you know it's not about the money. It's greater than that. The money is just a tool. The finances in general are a tool. So I have another P to add to our P. Yes. Purpose. Purpose. Yes. And we can talk more about that next time. Yeah. So there's so much that we can go over with, but we got to go. But we just want to say thank you for listening. May this bless you richly yeah. throughout the week and the rest of this month. And as you go into the holiday season, plan, plan, plan. Don't feel obligated and do what you can only do comfortably. But you want to have joy in the midst of all that you set your hands to. Until next time, unwind. Thank you and God bless. Mm -hmm.